Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast, where we're pressing on in our examination of the parables of Jesus. We're actually down to the last one or two of them. And, but we're sort of reading things in between the parables to see what the flow is, particularly in Luke. And so we see that Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem and various things have been occurring. What we're about to see now in the 19th chapter is that he's come to Jericho. And uh, he has an interesting encounter right here, which I dare say that many of us know about from our childhood. But I really want us to pay some close attention to a couple of things. One of the things is this. The very last verse we're going to look at today is the verse that says this. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Okay? And so we're probably very familiar with that verse. But do you know when Jesus said that? Do you know who he was saying it to? Do you know what the context was? Do you know what the encounter was? And it's probably going to be sort of surprising. Even though we know both, we know the encounter and we know that statement, but we don't know that it happened at the same time. So here's Luke chapter 19, verse 1. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. So he's going through town. Verse 2. And there was a man called by the name of Zacchaeus. <laughs> Everybody's going, oh yeah, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. Remember that song that a lot of us learned in churches when we were wee little people? So it's, this is the story about Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector and he was rich. That's what it says in verse 2. He was a chief tax collector. He was rich. So let me tell you from the get-go, this is a problem. Because Zacchaeus was Jewish. That name is Jewish and he was Jewish. But he was the chief tax collector. And he would be collecting taxes for who? For the Romans. And the Jews absolutely despised their fellow Jews that worked hand in glove with the Romans to extract taxes from them. And the way they did it back then, if the Romans demanded a dollar tax from somebody, the tax collector might come and demand three dollars from them, keep two himself, and give the one that he's supposed to the to the Romans. And the Romans didn't care. They let them do that kind of thing. <clears throat> so you can see how they would be despised. But he was the chief tax collector, and he was rich. What's really interesting is the name Zacchaeus means pure. Pure. So you see the, uh, the interesting little things that are going on here. So now, verse 3, chapter 19. Zacchaeus was trying to see who Jesus was and was unable because of the crowd, for he was small in stature. So Jesus is passing through. you got this massive crowd. Zacchaeus wants to see who this dude is. He can't see because he's short. Verse 4. So Zacchaeus ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree. Okay? A sycamore tree. It's actually like a, a, a fig mulberry. It has characteristics of both those kind of trees. He climbed up into a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus. For Jesus was about to pass through that way. Verse 5, when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for today I must stay at your house. That statement was like a lightning bolt into that crowd. Uh, to start with, he knew Zacchaeus by name. Okay? He knew who he was. He's walking through. He looks up 
And out of all the people, out of all this crowd, he points out this one person who is the most despised among all of them. And he looks at him and says, hurry, come down. He bids him to come to him. So first he acknowledges him. And then he says, hey, come to me. Come down here. And then he tells him why. Because you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to spend the rest of the day in your house. I'm going to spend the rest of my time here in Jericho in your house. Well, we don't even have to imagine the response because the scripture is about to tell us what the response was. First, the response is Zacchaeus. Verse 6, And Zacchaeus hurried and came down and received him gladly. Well, why would he have received him gladly? Well, to start with, any love is better than no love, right? <laughs> and he was despised in that community. He was hated in that community. And here is this one that he had likely heard about already, uh, who's inviting himself. Isn't that interesting? Jesus invited himself into Zacchaeus' house. And Zacchaeus comes down, and he received him gladly. He was ecstatic. Verse 7. When they saw it, and the they is the people, and the they is the religious leaders and all that kind of stuff, they all began to grumble. Now, in previous accounts that we saw in chapter 18, we saw where the religious rulers were grumbling because Jesus was uh, uh, making himself available to sinners. Okay? But now they all began to grumble, saying, he is going to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. You know, what we see here, they all began to grumble. They're all sinners, but they're sinners and then they're sinners, right? Even the sinners point to those that are sinners and think they're worse. We see it today. Uh, in our uh, prison system, if you are in prison because of abusing a child or something like that, you are in big trouble because even the mass murderers despise that. Other sinners despise that type of thing. So verse 8, Zacchaeus stopped and said to the Lord. So he comes down out of the tree. He's excited. He, people are grumbling and mumbling. Then he just stops and he look at, looks at Jesus and says, Behold, Lord, half of my possessions I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will give back four times as much. Now this is totally against a, a character and a personality of Zacchaeus. <coughs> totally against his business totally against everything that he was. So what was the change? He comes down the tree. The Lord says, hurry, I must stay in your house today. He comes down the tree, and Zacchaeus received him. He received him not only in the natural into his house, but the reason he was gladly receiving him in the natural is because he believed. How do I know he believed? Or what did he believe? He believed that Jesus was who Jesus is, okay, that he's Messiah. How do I know that he believed? Because he had a transformed heart and a transformed mind. Jesus didn't solicit this. Jesus didn't demand anything. Zacchaeus just looks at him and says, Behold, Lord, and he calls him Lord. And I think this really is a, a point in the belief of salvation because he put deeds to it. You know what? I'm going to give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have defrauded anybody, I'm going to give back four times as much. He's acknowledging his sin. He's acknowledged that he has defrauded somebody, and he's been made rich by this. He said, those that I've defrauded, I'm going to give back four times as much. And then I'm going to give half of my possessions. And see, these possessions were not all by fraud. Okay, I'm going to give half my possessions to the poor. What did Jesus say? Jesus said to him, 
Today, salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. <coughs> For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Oh, now you see how the verse fits in there. Yeah, Jesus says salvation has come to this house. And it wasn't because he did a deed of salvation that he gave money back and he gave money to Jesus and gave money to the poor, so therefore he's saved. No, 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 no. That action was evidence that he believed and his heart was changed. And then his last verse, Jesus is dealing with all these that are grumbling and saying this man's a sinner. How dare he be with him to say anything? But the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So while the people are pressing in, while he's walking along, he's looking around and he looks up and he sees one in the tree. Now, he did that at the behest of the Father because later in John, Jesus says, you know, I didn't do anything and I didn't say anything that the Father did not tell me to do or tell me to say. He looked up and a lot like you would see with the disciples later, he cast his gaze upon somebody and realized, wait a minute, God's wanting to do something right here. We need to live that way. Understanding that Jesus came to seek and to save the lost, and he uses us to communicate the truth of the gospel of the kingdom. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.